Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. If you, uh... <laughs> Somebody said that Bobby Kennedy Jr. or his super PAC paid $7 million for that ad. I think that was the average going rate for the ads. I don't know if that's what he paid or the pact paid but that was the average right, so rate. that's so the average was seven million so but let's just say let's just say they paid multi millions of dollars yes. for that 30 second spot joseph robinette biden jr the incumbent president could have gotten free advertising by simply doing the traditional presidential interview i'm not really sure why it became presidential I mean, it became traditional. He didn't do it last year either, if I recall correctly. Mm, I thought that he did. Did he not? Mm, But here's why I question traditional. I think the first one, I think Obama did one. And so that's what makes it traditional now because Obama did it? Oh, it's tradition to bring the Super Bowl winning teams to the White House. So maybe they did that prior. I I don't know. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah, I don't know. But. Biden did cut a mer- uh, uh, com- Biden did cut a commercial. This just infuriates me. This is the one that I was talking about earlier. By the way, I shouldn't say it infuriates me. It's just well, it just just pisses me off. And you can go see it at michaelsaysgohere.com. You've already got it up. I got a bunch of stuff up at michaelsaysgohere.com. You'll just have to go to michaelsaysgohere.com to see what is at michaelsaysgohere.com. Well, maybe I'll go to michaelsaysgohere.com later today. Um, let's, let's deconstruct this a little bit. First, we have uh, a war in the Middle East. We have a war in Eastern Europe. We have a potential war in the Indo-Pacific. We have uh, inflation, which has come down, but still not good. We have the Bureau of Labor Statistics lying about jobs numbers. Uh, We we have uh, the the stock market still is playing funny money. Uh, So the stock market's still up there pretty high because there's still so much money out in the economy from all the spending the government's doing. Our national debt is humongous. And and while we are net exporters of oil for... uh, that, that we haven't been in the past for, for several years. We're now back as net exporters of oil, but we can't export all of the natural gas that we produce. And so there's a backup of natural gas, which is causing natural gas rates to come down temporarily, but they're going to go back up as soon as we end up eating up that supply that we can't you know, turn into LNG and ship over to other countries that need it. So we're not helping our allies as we should as good trading partners. We're not doing that. And all of that's going on. And this guy is concerned about shrinkflation. First, let's be honest. Shrinkflation is nothing new. Companies have always done that. And so when you go to the grocery store, assuming that, boy, this is beginning to bug me, have you been in a grocery store lately? What is it? 
And maybe it's just maybe it's just our King Supers, our grocery store in the, in the neighborhood where we live. But the aisles look like they've just been picked over. It's awful. the The produce section looks like it. I'm in some third world country. Uh, it's it's awful. But setting all of that aside, companies have been doing this for years. And you have a choice. There are a lot of different grocery stores to go to. You don't have to buy that product. You can buy another product. I mean, you have the power with your money to vote and to do what you want to do or not want to do. But can we take the side of the businesses for a moment? Their cost of production has skyrocketed over the past couple of years. Their taxes have gone up. The regulations have increased. Everything that they do to produce whatever it is that he he had pictures. What what do you have pictures of? He had pictures of, let's see, uh, Tostitos, Doritos, Oreos, ice cream. What ice cream? Uh, He's got Breyers ice cream. Another brand of ice cream that I can't quite read in this still shot. Some goldfish. Some sort of chips deluxe. I guess what I don't Gatorade. get here is would he just be happier if the price went up and the packaging stayed the same? I mean, what? Well, I'm curious. He's the cause. Now, there's as much blame on the businesses because their margins, as their margins decrease, they've got to try to keep their profits and margins the same because they're publicly traded companies and they have an obligation to the shareholders to try to return a profit. So they got to do what they can to return a profit. Otherwise, why be in business? You see, the, the, this gets the, the basic foundation, the basic foundation question about why are you in business? Why, 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 why do we do the things that we do? Because we want to make money. When we finish paying all of our bills, we want to have some money over here. That's the basic motivation for doing everything. A company's not going to make these Doritos or these Oreos unless when they sell a packet of a package of Oreos that they know they can make, and I'll just pull a number out of my butt, they know that they can make 50 cents on that or a quarter, whatever it might be. So if they can sell a bazillion packages of Oreos, a bazillion packets of Oreos times 25 cents a packet of Oreos turns out to be, I don't know, $25 million in profits. And so that way the shareholders make some money, they make some money, they can pay their expenses, and they can make more Oreos and try to sell more Oreos. It's the basic function of business. It's the ba- it, it, it goes back to... Pre-industrial days, why did farmers farm? They farmed because, first and foremost, they had to feed their families. But what did farmers do? They tried to grow more that they need, they, that they, than they needed just to consume themselves to feed their families. They wanted to grow additional crops so they could then trade those crops for, oh, I don't know, stuff that they could use on the farm. Stuff that they could use in the farmhouse. Maybe to go buy a cow to produce some more milk or buy a, buy a steer somewhere. You know, to buy some more chickens. Whatever it might It's to make a profit. This guy is absolutely clueless. 
But even the more, I think the greater thing that bothers me than just the fact that he's clueless is he's focused on that. Everything else going on in the world, and he's worried about my ice cream carton's getting smaller, and I'm just calling on business. You've got to stop this. You've got to stop. Well, now, now I'm bugged about something else. Who are you to tell a business how to run their business? Oh, I guess that's what we do now. I'm the government. I'm the government. I'm here to tell you how to run your business. I'm a bureaucrat. I, I'm, I'm here to tell you how to run your business. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm, I'm part of the deep state, and I'm here to tell you how to run your business. Man, we are just, you know, we, we, we might as well just go four full-bore communists now and get it over with. This little drip, 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 whether we're going to be communists or not, let's just, let's just admit we're going to do it. Let's just admit, come on, let's just go full-bore communism. I think it's a little bit of a no surprise here that I'm with you on this being in a family of business owners um, who it, it's a it's between the cons- consumer and the product manufacturer, the business to to make that uh, exchange of, of goods here. So it is up to the consumers to whether or not they want to pay that price. Yeah. The end. Right. If they don't want to pay that price, then they don't buy the product. Or they go someplace else where they have a similar product, or maybe the same product at a cheaper price. Why? Why? Why do people? No, I don't think you can always save money by going to Sam's or Costco, but you might go buy in bulk because you can. Well, the company's figured out. Okay, if we if we make you buy, you know, fifteen gallons of ice cream instead of one gallon of ice cream, we might save you a little bit of money. And then if you got enough room in your freezer to store it, you might go do that. That's consumers making a choice. Those are businesses deciding that, hey, listen, we've put together, you know, like when you had your, your sandwich shops, when you, had this, when you had the subways, you had all the cost of goods that it went in to make a ham and cheese sub. So the cheese costs you money, the bread costs you money, the ham costs you money, the actually more than that. The utilities of the, of the shop, that cost you money. I've had quite a few times working in a store where people would come up and just literally get a ham and cheese on bread, and then they would be like, why is it five bucks? I was like, bro, we're right next to a King Supers. You can buy a whole loaf of bread, a whole loaf of ham, a whole loaf of cheese for the exact same price, and you're eating for a week. You're eating for a day right now. You're eating no, for a day because stop. it's convenient, and you went exactly. to end. You don't want to make your own sandwich. You don't want to do this. So you're making a choice, and you're right. They could go right next door, go into King Supers, and spend the $5 or whatever, or at least come close, but they could certainly pay that same amount and buy and you eat for a long time. So much more. So, yes, yeah, stop it. You're just complaining about the convenience. <laughs> The cost of convenience. And the cost of the convenience, think about when you walk into, you know, apparently the the, the chairman, either the CEO or the chairman of McDonald's, I'm sorry, of McDonald's, has determined that maybe they've gone a little too far in their price increases. Now, the story that I read was because uh, year by year uh, store sales, uh, you know, store by store their sales are off a little bit. Now, they're continuing to grow, but some of that growth is, is through expansion, and they are selling some more, more of some items and fewer of some uh, items because their price increases. And, and the McDonald's chairman, I'm sorry, the McDonald's chairman is now reevaluating their entire pricing structure. Well, what caused that? People looked at the menu and said, oh, rather than pay, you know, Six bucks for a big Big Mac. 
Maybe I'll just buy the simple plain hamburger, the plain cheeseburger, and a small fry, and a and well, the well, you know, all the drinks used to be the same, but the drink prices have changed now too. You used to be able to get any size Diet Coke for a buck, but now it's like a dollar seventy nine or something for a large, and slightly less for a medium, slightly less for a smaller. So people are because they themselves are concerned about their own profit. Because whether you understand it or not, which I know you do, a a family is a business. And a family has to pay their overhead, which is the cost of getting to work, the cost of their home, the cost of the utilities, the cost of the gas in the car, the taxes they have to pay, property taxes they have to pay, which are zooming in Colorado. And you want to have some money at the end of the month or You end up putting money on a credit card. Then, of course, you need to call American Financing if they get that taken care of. But it's like he's playing to the lowest common denominator. I'm just the headline guy, so I'm really only thinking that she's contemplating doing so, and will she be in any legal trouble if she does? No, you completely missed the mark on this story. Okay. Because I just didn't know. I'm like, okay, did she, like, say I'd take payments or something here's the story well the, here here's the, here's what here's the headline that caught dragon's attention denver woman unsure of risk after selling car to undocumented migrant okay well i could read a thousand things into that right like i said i think it was is there any legal trouble of selling something to somebody who is not supposed to be here and currently breaking the law i don't think so i i, okay. I think you know it's somebody well, somebody came here from France, and they were here on a tourist visa. They wanted to buy a car. You're here you can sell, sell to them. You're here on a tourist visa. I know. You are here So, So somebody legally. comes here illegally. Um, they're adults, so they're in the United States, even though they're here, they're here illegally. They have violated immigration law. They haven't done anything that would prohibit them from, I don't think, entering into a contract. But here's the, but here's the story. Uh, well, she's talked to KDVR, so here's her name, Camilla Miller, was looking to do some renovations on her home. So her friend recommended someone who could do the work at a reasonable price. She says, shortly after that, he was telling me, the friend that made the recommendation about the person that could do the work, that he was looking to buy a car and I was looking to sell mine. Miller, the woman, gave him a price on her Volkswagen, and he gave her the money. I signed over all the paperwork to him, and that was that. I went on with my life. Okay, so she got the money up front, and she signed over the paperwork to him. Done. At least that's what she thought the story says. Three weeks after that, he called me, and he said... I'm not able to get registration, insurance, or plates. Well, she says, well, uh, go to the Colorado Division of Motor Vehicles. But learned there was a much bigger problem. That's when he let me know he is a Venezuelan migrant and he doesn't have the proper documentation. He started asking Miller to use her name to register and insure the vehicle. I considered it. I 100% considered it. She quickly started thinking of the risks. I want to help, 
Well, I don't want to pay for his tickets if he robs a bank. I don't want to be involved in that. Like, what is he supposed to do? I have since called and got my insurance removed, so he's riding without a driver's license, without registration, without insurance. Fox 31 reached out to the DMV. Oh, you mean the DMV's open? I thought we were shutting them down. Every other week. Oh, every other week? Every other oh, okay, week. okay. We'll get to that story in a minute, too. Uh, Fox 31 reached out to the DMV. Here's what the DMV said, quote, If the seller signed the vehicle title over to the buyer, then they are no longer liable for the car. Well, duh. Uh, Colorado residents selling their vehicles may also voluntarily report an ownership transfer to the DMV. Sellers can report the transfer of ownership either online uh, or at their county motor vehicle office. This must be done within five days of the sale. The DMV advises sellers to report the ownership transfer to protect themselves from potential issues. I don't understand what she's worried about. Uh, Because he could, in theory, he could buy it from her here and then take it back to Venezuela and register it there, right? So there's nothing, nothing wrong. The big problem is he is unable to register it here. Which is not her problem. But the question he asked her is to, hey, can we keep it in your name? Which she said no. no. She said no to. Right. Okay. So, what, so <laughs> a, DM spo- a DMV spokesperson told Fox 31 that while they can't speak to how a seller should vet a buyer, anyone participate, participating in a private party vehicle sale can learn how to protect themselves by visiting its website. Well, it sounds to me like she did everything. If she gave the notice of the transfer to the DMV... If she's, you know, removed her insurance, she's removed her name from the title, she's done everything. It sucks to be the guy, but she has no responsibility to the guy. I think this is, you know what? All right. But I think she also opens her up, herself up because now she has admitted to hiring an illegal alien to do some work for her. So she can get fined and punished that way. Well... Would we have known about that other than she went and she talked to no. ADVR? No. No, we wouldn't have known about that. Yeah. So she tried to cover her ass on this thing, but I think she kind of opens herself up for doing something Which else. she very well may. Yeah. But in terms of this transaction, I don't see why this is a story other than, you know what? Just remember when you sell it, you know, I would do this with Dragon. If, if I sold, which... I would sell something to Dragon, but I would make sure that I got some outrageous, overly priced, and I would all cash from him too. Like the iPad you broke? I would. I would not. I have no, brand I have no new clue what he's talking about. iPad, but I would certainly require cash from him, either a certified check, cashier's check, or cash. I'm not taking a check from him. I'm not even taking a credit card number from him. I want cash from him. But then I would make certain that I just gave the notice of transfer to the DMV, and then. Sucks to be you, Dragon. Car's yours. You paid for it. Deal's over. I'm out of here. Boom. Why, you know, this, this goes to, I have a, uh, where, where's the text? He's not really going to have any problem driving around an unregistered car anyway, because when's the last time anybody got pulled over for expired tags? <laughs> I you know, I see that all the time. I on, fa- on, on, on Facebag. I always see people posting, you know, either the paper plates that expired for two years or the plates that expired for five years or whatever. And it's like, I mean, I know it upsets people, but 
I, I personally know somebody whose tags are expired by well over a year. The paper. The tag. paper? Yeah. See, what I don't understand is at some point that's going to catch up with yeah. them. I keep trying to tell them, too. It's like, hey, you're still going to have to you're pay right. for everything. It's not like you're saving any money going like, hey, I'll just register this next year. No, no, no. No, no, no. They're going to take it back year. to the time of purchase. Yep. And, they, and, and they actually have a record of that. They're going to, because, you know, unless like a private seller failed to, note, to give the notice of the transfer, any dealer is going to give send all the paperwork to the DMV. Oh, um, let's see. Okay, oh, here, Michael, I did read the story about the woman selling her car to an illegal alien. He paid cash and has no papers. When he went to the DMV, he could not register the vehicle. Well, surprise, surprise. She was worried that she would be liable for anything that happens with the vehicle while he's driving it, even though she sold it to him. The news station contacted the DMV. The DMV said she would not be liable. Oh, so now the DMV's giving out legal advice. I love that. I love how the DMV is giving legal advice. But to cover yourself, you should file a form with the DMV that you sold the vehicle, who you sold it to the day you sold it. Yes, I, I, that, exactly. To which the story says she did. Yeah, yeah. I just... Which leads me into the story that I wanted to talk about, which kind of goes to, well, maybe it's related, maybe it's not. Let's go to D.C. for a moment. The District of Columbia, the nation's capital. Do you know that it gets more 911 calls than any U.S. state? I know D.C. is not a state, but it gets more 911 calls than all the other 50 states, according to research by something called the Schiller-Kessler Group, SKG. Examining the number of emergency calls from the district between 2019 to 2021, they estimated an average of 2,012 calls Per 1,000 residents. Now, hang on a minute. Listen to that figure again. Wait, wait, wait. Dragon, so you're a numbers guy. Wait, do, do, so you're a numbers again. guy. Huh? Huh? One more time. <laughs> An average of 2,012 uh-huh. uh-huh. calls uh-huh. per 1,000 residents. Oh, wait, wait, I'm a little slow. It's, it's Monday morning. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm a Put little. The sun's out. You know, Super Bowl hungover. I can, know. Can you give me that one more time? Okay. 2,012 calls. Uh, can we just say 2,000 just to round it down? Yeah, yeah. make okay. the math simple for me. 2,000 calls per 1,000 residents. I'm no math scientist, but I would say that is almost 2 to 1. Are, are, you know, it's pretty close to 2 to 1, isn't it? In fact, actually, if you add 2,012 per 1,000, it actually is very slightly more than 2 calls per resident. <laughs> This places the capital remarkable 72% ahead of the worst-rated state. Now, this is why this story fascinates me. What do you think the worst-rated state is for the number of 911 calls per 1,000 residents? Any any idea whatsoever? I have a personal interest in this. In New York or California? I have a personal interest in this state. Colorado. New Mexico. Oh, well, there you go. New Mexico. We saw an average of, are you ready for this? 1,169 calls per 1,000 residents. Now, I'm not a full-time resident of New Mexico, but I'm clearly not pulling my weight. I, I, I need to just, in fact, 
Can you just hang on a minute? Can you put us live on the air? I'm just going to dial 911 and just put it put in my call. And when they ask me what's my emergency, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to keep up the stats here. That's all I'm trying to do. I didn't get my nuggets at the McDonald's window. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or the Diet Coke that I got at the, at the Circle K this morning was flat, and I didn't realize it until I got out and got in the car, so that I had to stop at McDonald's and get a real Diet Coke. Is this the new Circle K? Hmm? Did you go to the new Circle K? I did. Uh-oh. And they were out of the Diet Coke, oh. so I got the um, Coke-free, whatever it's called, the sugar-free regular Coke. And looked normal, filled it up, was all fizzy, put the lid on, got in the Jeep, headed, got to this red light, took a sip. Ooh. Ooh. So fortunately, I was right there at the McDonald's. So, you know, all I could think about was shrinkflation. I used to be able to get a Diet Coke for a dollar, and it's a dollar seventy nine. But like me, if you get two if you get two Diet Cokes, the second one is only a dollar. So you get two diet cokes for two seventy nine instead of dollar seventy nine times two, whatever that is. Man, I'm t- my life is horrible. Uh, let's see. Oh, it is break time. Uh, more DC. <laughs> Remember, there are five hundred and thirty five elected representatives, plus the president and the vice president, that are all working and some are living in the District of Columbia. They're right in the middle of this. And apparently they don't give a rat's ass. More stats next. Uh, Gouverneur number 5143, Mike, you would have a fresh, real Diet Coke if I was working for the show. Man, i got to write this number down. Because I never know when I... You know, we we should have an intern just to get us stuff, Dragon. We don't have interns in this building anymore. We haven't had interns for, what, a decade around here? Well... So I'm maybe I'm still back living a decade ago when we had interns running around, but even then I never got a I never got an intern. Nobody not, ever gave me an intern. You're not popular enough. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to go down that path. Uh, back back to D.C. Uh, let's see. Uh, they did not analyze calls from 22 to 23. But serious crime did increase, well, we know this, let's see, homicides increased by 35% to 274, uh, shootings increased by 10% to 960, Over, there were more than 100 shooting victims that were minors, including two killed infants. The capital of the United States of America. You want to know what the country's like? Look to the nation's capital. I think about some of the other capitals around the country, with maybe the exception right now of Ecuador, Caracas, Havana, uh, well, Beijing, because Beijing is, everything's controlled in Beijing. Um, But Seoul, Tokyo, uh, Paris, London, come on. What's Berlin? Um, Gee, what is wrong with us? 